So let's begin with some beautiful Vortlach on this week's Parsha, Parsha's Bo. Let's begin from the very start of the Parsha. It says in the Pasuk, Vayom Hashem El Moshe Bo El Paro, Ki Ani Echbatiz Libo Vezlev Avadav Laman Shisi Oso Sai Ela Bikirbo. And Pashup Shat means here that Hashem told Moshe to go El, or come, Bo El Paro, and then he wants to place Shisi Oso Sai, my Osios, my Osos, my, my miracles upon them. So the Chassam Sofer points out that the Baitosus on the Parsha says that on the Mater was listed all the osios, the letters of all of the Makos, but they were all mixed together and somehow Moshe had to interpret what they meant and sometimes uh, manipulate the letters. So the Chassam Sofer quotes a beautiful idea from Shamshon, from Shamshon Mashapolio. He says, when it says Ba'el Paro, it says... When you remove the letters Pe'ayin from Paro's name, you're left with the letters Reshe. And you switch them with the letters Bo, this week's Parsha. If you add the letters Bez Aleph to Paro, you remove the letters Pe Aleph, you have the letters Arbe. You have the He and the Resh of Paro, and the Aleph and Bez of Bo, that spells Paro. And that's what it means, Zeu Bo El Paro, to place my osios, take the letters bo and place them inside Pyro's name, bikera, bikirbo, within him, within his name, and you have the letters of arba. And now he says, so what does that mean with the letters of the peresh, peayin that you removed from Pyro's name? So Chassam says there are two ways to explain this. Yesh lefarish beis perushim. Sheigare paro peayin, you remove peayin, and you replace it with beis ayin, beis aleph rather, or you add beis aleph to paro's name, and now you have the gematria paro plus beis aleph is the gematria of nachash. Nachash, bringing the nachashim and paro, reference to the mate and the snake. All right, fancy footwork of the Rav Shamshin Mashapalim. The next idea is a beautiful kliyakar. It says in the Pasuk with respect to Arba, And the Arba was so many, they covered the land and you couldn't see. Says Rashi, Perish Rashi Haroa, one who tried looking at the land couldn't see. Vikar Chasim Rasefer, says the Kliyakar. What does that mean? Who was looking? Od Kashil Perusha asks the Kliyakar. Okay, so what? The Psukim described to us how powerful, how great, how grand the damage is. So what relevance is it that they couldn't see or someone couldn't see the land? How does that reflect what's going on with the Nezek of the Makos? So the Kliyakar says, Omer on the eye, in my humble opinion, think, Pshat is as follows. It's brought down in the Gemara that those who are blind, those who can't see, Ochlin, Venam Sveim, they eat, but they're not satisfied. When a person sees what they eat, how it looks, the presentation, that adds to how it tastes. When it's put on a nice dish, it's displayed nicely, you have a nice uh, table that's set, it enhances not only how a person views it, but somehow it affects the person's, uh, how full he is. The emotional element affects the person's uh, severe. <clears throat> so, kach arbe. Because there are so many Arba, such a vast amount of locust that brought darkness onto the ground. 
They couldn't see what they were eating. The sun was blocked. There's so many locusts there. So it says, They couldn't see what they were eating. It's as if the sum was eating. They weren't satisfied. They ate more and more. Normally locusts get satisfied apparently after some time. But since they couldn't see, their bederach suma that were ochlen veinin svim and therefore their arba ate even more. So in fact, this was a description that lo yuchaliris is aretz the arba couldn't see the ground, and it described the damage, the additional nezek because they didn't get satisfied, so they ate more and more. The next one, the beautiful Emir Pinchas or Pinchas Karitz. Pinchas Karitz is commenting on Choshech, and he says that the Orachaim explains to us that the Choshech, the darkness, didn't come about because, in a, because of an absence of light. Rather, it came about because of the presence of the Or. Says the Orachaim, the Or Haganas. The Or Haganas was exposed, it was revealed, and it was so powerful, so strong, it brought darkness. What that means is that just like it's brought down, the, the Baal Shem Tov explains that the light that darkens, the light that blinds the anaim of the klipos, the eyes of the wicked, the eyes of the dangerous demons and the mazikin out there, it's because the light is so strong, it brings blindness to them, they can't see. Because all the animals that are uh, nocturnal, the animals, we don't eat any, they don't kosher animals that are nocturnal. All nocturnal animals are tame. They see perfectly fine at nighttime. It's the sitcha of Gehenim. The nighttime is the side of the Gehenim. An atleaf, a bat, for example, can see during the daytime. He's not able to see because the light comes from the or of the Gan Eden, says the Rapinchas Karitzer. And that light brings darkness to the bats and the other nocturnal animals. And so he says, that's what it means in Parshat B'Shalach. There was a cloud and then there was darkness and it brought light into the night. It's all the same. That same ore, the same ore that was Meir Lisrael, it was the same ore that was Machshech to Mitzrayim because they couldn't handle. Their eyes were closed because they couldn't see. So it was really an element of the powerful magnitude of light that created the darkness. That's the understanding of a Pinchas Kart. The next uh, idea is a Lamdashab shot, a Lachik shot uh, by Rav Naftali Harvitz on the Pasuk of Daber Nab Am, when it came to Choshech, speak to each other, V'yishalu ish me'esri e'yu, and they should uh, borrow from each other, V'yishem me'esri usa klechesev klezav. And the Gemara says that E'na, it says, Daber na, what does Daber na ba'azne amin? E'na elalashim bakasha, a request. The bakasha was to borrow from the Mitzrim, take their nechasim. Because the Gemara says, Shalom yomar osi tzadik, we don't want that tzadik avravinu, you fulfilled the part of the Nevoah that you're going to enslave and cause great pains to my nation that you did. But that we left with a great So for that reason, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, please, I beg of you, just take the Nechasim so Avram Vino doesn't have a time. Yesh bone. we have to understand, says Naftali Harvitz. Madu dafka bebizas mitzrayim diktiku. Why was it Dafka collecting the spoils of Mitzrayim that Avram, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu was so concerned with the time of Avram Avinu? 
The Yishlomah, we could suggest that according to the halacha, in Adam Narag Meshalim, there's a halacha of Kimle, but the Rabbi Minei, a person can only get punished once. A person does one action, and the punishments, there's two punishments for an action. Let's say, for example, a person steals something on Shabbos, so he's carrying in Rosh Hashanah, let's say, but he's also stealing. But since he's Chayim Misa, he's Chayim Skila, for carrying in Rosh Hashanah, he's potter from the Geneva, from the Mammonus. You always get the worst punishment. So here as well, he says, that how can we punish the Mitzrayim twice? We uh, kill them with all the various makos and also take their money. So how can that work? How is that allowed? That you can't kill and also take their money. It's only if the Chiv comes from one Mechaev. It's one Maisa, one action that has two results. You can only take one. But when it's Misa, when you're taking punishment for what they did to one person, and you're taking money for something else they did to another person, then you actually can both give them Misa and Mishalim. It's Misa, and therefore we punish the Mitzrayim twice. One is the Misa that they got, the punishment they got killed, is because the slavery that they had placed upon Amisa. But in terms of Tashlumim, that's not paying back Amisel, that Tashlumim is for Acher, that's for Avram's Taina. Avram Vinus Taina, Shiloh Yomar, Osa, Tzadik. And for that reason, we were allowed to collect the money, and it wasn't in violation of Kimle, but the Rabbi Mine. Okay, very nice, Lam Deshub Shat for the Pasuk. Then further, a beautiful Svas Emes. The Pasuk tells us, Vaisa Ames, Betekel, Terem Yechmatz. And the nation of Amisel took the dough before it became Chametz. Misharosam tsuros b'simlosam al shichmam, and they had wrapped it together and they wore it. So the mechulta says, did they not have animals to slap this? Why were they carrying the matzahs on their shoulders? So it says, says the svasemis. When the magic first says lechabibus hamitzvah, he shows chavivus hamitzvah. We do certain things to show chavivus. We kiss mezuzah to show chavivus. We kiss a sefer Torah to show chavivus. So the svasemis elaborates on this point. He says, "Kinei Iker, Iker Tachlis Hamitzvah, Lios Nisher Mimenu Rishim Abadam." The point and purpose of a mitzvah is not only to fulfill it and get the check mark, which of course is the most important piece, but also to have a, a rishima, to have something that's everlasting, to have a mark that remains on us. Like he explains elsewhere, it says in the pasuk, "Mitzvosai Titzbon Itcha," that my mitzvahs should be hidden within you. Kasher osin ha-mitzvos berov ava v'chukun. A person fulfills the mitzvos with all this love and desire. Nisheris ha-aras ha-mitzvah b'nefesh adam. It leaves a light that remains in the person's nefesh. When you do it chukah, when you do this with ava. And just like it says that tzaddik's z'chuyosav chakukin al-atzmosav. A tzaddik's great merit is, uh, is ingrained and embedded in his bone to become as part of who he is Physically, spiritually. So that's what it means, the shiure mit matzah maror, that the leftover matzah, the leftover maror, was tsuros besimlosim, was wrapped in their clothing. It was a levush, a clothing that was nasai dea mitzvah, that was fulfilled by doing the mitzvah, it became a levush, it became a part of who they were, it was ingrained in their bones, there was a light left in their nefesh, in their neshama. And that's what he explains, he goes on to elaborate how the hachanas of the mitzvah, the desire to do mitzvah has a greater lasting mark on a person, on his body, 
than the mitzvah itself. The next piece is a beautiful gura. The gura when it says, They fulfilled the word of Moshe. They borrowed from the Mitzrayim all the silver, all the gold, all the clothing. And Rashi says, Asuk Dvar Moshe Shamar Lemitzrayim that we said earlier, Vaishalu Ishma Israel. You asked your friend, Oh, did you have something? So when they were leaving, they were able to take to collect the Nechasim that each the Mitzrayim had. Ulachor asks the Gra, Mahu Mechadish Bidvaram Elu. What's Rashi adding that oh we asked them earlier uh, to borrow things and now we're actually taking it? What's Rashi adding? So the Gra says something incredible. Moshe Benu, Omer Lachai, so he says to Am Yisrael, B'Shem HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's giving an order to Am Yisrael that he heard from Hashem, She Yishalu Ish Meisler Eyu, Klei Chazu Klei Zav, to borrow from his friend. Halazos Yikari Re'eyu. We're referring to a mitri as our friend. Ha-mitriya Zehu Chavir Shal Yishaeli, that we ask him to borrow a Klei Chazav Klei Zav. Me're'eyu? Since when do we call Mitzri our friend? They enslaved us. Ela Omar Gaon says the Gaon. The Gaon says, When we are asking our friend to borrow Rusa Klechesev, the intent was not We were not requesting to borrow something from the Mitzri. We're asking from our Yiddish friends. To borrow their items. Why? If you want the guy to lend you, lend you something, first do a chesed with your Jewish neighbor. When you do a chesed with a Jew, that's going to bring an incredible chesed to the entire world, and it's going to even impact those around you. Yashil Yehudi. He also will start lending to the Yehudi. That's what it means. Moshe. They acted according to the word of Moshe. That Moshe said, borrow, lend to your friend, and that eventually impact Mitzrayim to lend to Amisel as well at the very end. Then finally, Revelio Desla. It says at the end of the parasha, Moshe ben Yisrael asher Yosheb Mitzrayim, and they sat, they dwelled in Mitzrayim shloshim mishana v'arba meos shana, four hundred and thirty years. Chazal tell us that the four hundred years of Shibud was nigzar on the children of Avram. His chilum miledas Yitzchak began already from the moment Yitzchak was born. The Kashma Advarim, it's very hard to understand. Yitzchak was never enslaved. How could you count the cheshbon from Yitzchak's birth? And it says that Yashub Eretz Mitzrayim, they lived for 430 years. From when Yitzchak was born, they didn't live in Mitzrayim yet. So Harav Moshe Tzioni says, Chazal was referring to the Shibud Haruchni. Not a physical dwelling in Mitzrayim, but a spiritual dwelling. And that began from the times of Yitzchak. The Sarsha Yisrael already was Meshubud to the Sarsha Mitzrayim from the moment of the birth of Yitzchak. Explains Rav Desta in Mechtam the impact the Shibud had. Just like we said already that when a person does a, a mitzvah and he does it with a great avan shuka, it has an effect on his nefesh, on his neshama. So to this nevuah, the nevuah of the Shibud had an effect on the neshama of the Jew. 
And what nation doesn't fall until his sire above falls above? What that means is, even though we may not have experienced it physically in the world, but the Gemara says, Even though I may not have seen it, but I, my mazel saw it. The reference to Daniel, the Gemara Megil tells us. Even though we may not know something, we may not see something, but we feel something. There's something our mazel tells us. Umishas Gezer, the moment that Gezerah took effect, Bein Abbasarim, with the Laid of Yitzchak, Avsheni Odei, even though we didn't know this, Kfarhum Margish Biridas, we already felt. We felt it. There was a certain Yerida in the Panemius and the Ruchnius. Kol Adam Margish is racist and Yifilas. We all know when there's a downfall. We know when something's going to start spiraling out of control. Berifyon Amum, when there's something weak. And that's what it means. Although physically we were not living there just yet, we were not there for a total of 430 years, but spiritually, we were feeling the effect of the nevuah of the Shibud Mitzrayim. Everybody should have a wonderful week and a wonderful Shabbos.